Hey, Lizards, Gizmo here. I wanted to share some of the cigars we'll be smoking in May and June, so you can smoke along with us if you'd like. For Cubans, we've got Hoyo de Monterey Double Coronas, Partagas Aliados, H. Upman Half Coronas, and Monte Cristo Open Eagle. And for New Worlds, we've got Davidoff, Winston Churchill, and Bellicoso, Diamond Crown, Julius Caesar, TAA Shark, 2023, Liga Pravada, T52 in Corona Viva, and Davidoff, Late Hour in Robusto, with much, much more to come. Have a suggestion? Email us. Hello at loungelizardspod.com. That's hello at loungelizardspod.com. Our podcast is supported by the Fabrica Five Cigar Company. Straight from the Honduran factory to your hands, the company was built by Rob Isla of Friends of El Habano and Bon Roberts fame and Cuban master blender Hamlet Peretti's. The entire cigar line is blended by Rob and Hamlet and is refined with feedback from a hand-selected tasting panel, the Friends of El Habano Forum, and smokers like you. You can even jump on the FOH Forum right now and post reviews and comments. And you might even hear from Rob or Hamlet when you do. Rob has opened the discount floodgates and now exclusive to Lizard listeners, Fabrica 5 is offering 10% off the entire store. That's all five packs, all 25 count bundles, all 50 count bundles using promo code LIZARDPOD at Fabrica005.com. That's code LIZARDPOD, one word. Plus, worldwide free shipping from Miami on all orders over $125 US. Again, use code LIZARDPOD for 10% off the entire Fabrica 5 store right now. That's Fabrica005.com. Fabrica005.com. You must be 21 years of age or older to order. Fabrica 5. No boxes, no bands, no bullshit. And now, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Lounge Lizards podcast. It's so good to have you here. It's a leisure lifestyle podcast founded on our love of premium cigars, as well as whiskey, travel, food, work, and whatever else we feel like getting into. My name is Gizmo, and tonight I'm joined by Rooster, Grinder, Senator Pagoda, and Bam Bam. And our plan is to smoke a cigar, drink some whiskey, talk about life, and of course, have some laughs. So take this as your 36th official invitation to join us and become a card-carrying lounge lizard. Plan to meet us here once a week. We're going to smoke Cuban Cigar tonight, share our thoughts on it, and give you our formal lizard rating. We discuss the patented distillation process of our whiskey pairing. We read a critical listener email, and Pagoda details his first fender bender, all among a variety of other things for the next hour. So sit back, get your favorite drink, light up a cigar, and enjoy as we pair Nick a coffee grain whiskey with the Partagas Series P number two. The Battle of the Pyramids continues tonight on the pod with the Partagas Series P number two, a beautiful Cuban that we all love so very, very much. I think we all have a bunch of these in our humidor, right, boys? Oh, yeah. Love this thing. Just a few. Just, yeah, just, just a few boxes. Just a few 25 counts. It's a, uh, it's a beautiful 52 ring gauge by six and an eighth inch cigar. Like we mentioned, a pyramid. Um, tapers at the top. And it's just classic letters series Partagas. Yep. For sure. Standard production. Yes, sir. So let's cut this thing, boys. See what we're getting on the cold draw. It's interesting to, you know, I was thinking about this uh, today. I was, I was texting with Rooster earlier, and I was telling him how this is one of those cigars that, like, knowing that we were going to do this on the pod tonight, I've been thinking about it all day. All day long, I've been thinking about this cigar. I was texting, and he's like, I can't wait to see you guys in three hours. Yeah. I was like, yes, okay. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. All right, boys, what are you getting on the cold draw this thing? Bit of cedar. It is definitely cedary. Maybe a little dried fruit. Yeah, not much on the cold draw. 
My draw is is really nice though. It's oh, not. It's, it's fabulous. Mine's wide open. It's it's yeah. perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. All right, let's light this thing, boys. The Partigas Series P number two. Again, it's a fifty-two ring gauge by six and an eighth from Cuba. Uh, part of the letter series. This, I think, and the D four are kind of the headline acts of the Partigas letter series. There's plenty of others, but um, I think these two kind of lead the charge a little bit. And the E2, I guess, as well, Did which is a newer newer uh, member of the club. Did you mention the year this was released? No, this was released originally in 2005. Oh, I read earlier it was 2000 on CA. No, it's 2005, according to our friends at Cuban Cigar website. So when it's a pyramid, how, how far do you guys cut? Just the tip, a little bit more? Quarter of an inch. About a quarter inch? Exactly one quarter of an inch. Because I see, I see around the room, I mean, you guys cut more than I did. I, I think you and I are I identical. Think, yeah. I try to look at where the band... Senator's uh, a touch more. I, mean, I take a little bit more. Yeah, bit more. it's yeah. fine. I, I, take, I look at where the, cap, where the cap ends, perfect. and then That's I perfect. go just above where the cap ends. I took a little more than that. I just take a little bit more on Cubans, Cuban pyramids and torpedoes than I do New World, just because I, the number of plugged Cubans I've had, obviously a lot more than New World. So just to make sure I'm going to get a nice draw on this. Yeah, cigar. I'm just afraid, like, so it doesn't unravel. No, you know, no, this so. is, this is, I mean, mine certainly, I've never had an issue. I've I mean, never had a P2 nose. unravel. Yeah. Even when I used to do gizmo cuts, I never, <laughs> I never had one unravel. That's good you acknowledge this now. Gizmo yeah. cuts. Yeah. Well. That's a that's a great name for when a, Liz, a when barber I want, shop. When I have listeners emailing, like, don't don't do a gizmo cut. I'm gonna buy the URL for that. <laughs> Gizmocut.com. Gizmo cuts. Yeah. Little, yeah. I can see all the train of like five year olds going in. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> super cuts for kids. Yeah, barbershop. Gizmo cuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a delicious cigar on the white. Yeah. Wow. What are you guys getting on this thing? Mine, for me, very nutty. Nutty, little leather. Cedar, hay. Leather, coffee. I'm getting a little coffee, too. Yeah. A little dried fruit, like a raisin, just a touch of that. Mm -hmm. I've seen people call out sourdough on these these cigars. I've really never gotten that flavor note personally. uh, Honestly, I think the the drier the cigar is, I, I get that. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's more of a brioche. (laughs) <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. I don't like a the croissant. dough. I don't like a dough when it gets sour. No foie gras. No sourdough. <laughs> <laughs> is that you busting my balls again? Is that that's the cut? Co- that's the cousin of Leroy Gras, right? right. Leroy Gras, right? <laughs> Leroy, Leroy. Yeah, this is a delicious cigar. It's, it's awesome. I've been smoking a lot of these. I, you know, I think we talked about it when we did the Monty too. Um, it's usually one of the pyramids is is pretty much in my daily rotation. It's, mm-hmm. I'm either reaching for the Monty two, the, this the P two, the Upman two, or the uh, or the BBF, which is not a pyramid, but yeah, you know the Bellicosus Finos is is in that kind of slot in my my daily rotation. Yeah. So I, I'll say I'm I'm really glad. I don't know what the last couple of years the magic that's been producing this cigar because the P two was my favorite pyramid years ago. And obviously, I'm a Partagas guy. It just worked perfectly. The D4, the P2, that was always part of my rotation. And I don't know, maybe I got unlucky. I had a few bad boxes. But 
I had P2s for a couple of years that were not bad, but just were not as spectacular as I remembered them. And they sort of fell out of my rotation. I was like really shocked by this. I would smoke through so many of these. And that's where the BBF became the headliner for me, where if I was picking up a pyramid, that's the cigar I would get. And Giz has been raving about the the younger P2s. And so I started buying some more of these and giving them another try and revisiting them. And this is just like I remember this cigar years ago. Something in the last couple of years, these are fantastic now. Yeah, so we're all smoking, I think, 2020s or early 21s. Um, and I, you know, to your point, I've had, I had 2014s that were very good. And then I had 2017s that were very, very lackluster. Except for Rooster. This is a 2009. <laughs> yeah. 2023. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I had a, the 2017s I had were, were atrocious. And I say atrocious comparing to what I would expect out of a P2, you know. Um, they just didn't deliver. So, yeah, I think this is uh, this is really delicious. So, what is the cigar stack? Um, you know, I don't want to compare to the D four, but I think it's a fair thing to talk about flavor profile wise because it is the letter series. It is classic Partagas. What does it compare for you versus cigars like the D four, just flavor wise? Yeah, I'm not quite getting like on the D four. You get some cinnamon. You don't get get that on the P two. Basically, getting uh, cedar and. Uh, some hay, like you said, some nuttiness, um, but not, not. Uh, it's a totally not different. Not like baking spices, yeah. you know. I wouldn't say that. It's a different like cigar. No, no cinnamon or yep. anything like that, but very smooth, very ba- balanced smoke. I find that there are a lot of folks who love the D four that don't love this, and vice versa. No, interesting. Which is weird. I know it's a crazy thing to say in this group, but you know, so, on some of the forums I'm on. When they discuss specific cigars. That's crazy. They'll say, like, a lot of folks don't love the D4, which is crazy to me. Wait, don't love the D4? Don't love the D4. All right, they're disqualified. Yeah, they are. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, I've never, honestly, I'm actually curious. I have never met a person who has said they dislike a D4. I can see it the other way around. Me too. That's why I thought you would have said the P2. But not, like, somebody who loves a D4 yeah. Might not love the P two, yeah, but not the other way around because I think right. the P two has a little bit of pepper in it. Too. Yeah, right. It's it's got a little bit more oomph. And, That's true. Uh, D four is just smooth. It's cinnamon and very it's, tasty. Uh, you know, I've given the D four to novice cigar guys and they love it. They I haven't had a single rejection, especially lately. I mean, they've been spot on. Oh yeah. I mean, that, to me, the the D four is the gateway drug in the Cuban cigars. Yeah, <laughs> we've said yeah, that. You know, we've said that before. It's just the one for me. If I'm going to hand that to somebody who's never smoked a Cuban, that's the one you give them. Mm-hmm. You know? I, don't, I don't smoke it enough to have a good comparison for me. Yeah. You're, you're disqualified. I think Ras, <laughs> Ras could also be a gateway. Definitely. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Right? It's just because, not as ubiquitous as the D4. Yeah. You know? Sure, because I've given it to a few of my friends and they have loved it. Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of really impressive because, you know, uh, typically we smoke a lot of the new worlds and then trying Cubans. You know, uh, RAS and D4 seem to be like on the medium-bodied uh, kind of uh, flavor profile as well. Uh, but people tend to like it. I love it. So. I mean, how many D4s do you guys smoke in a week? I mean, I smoke at least three or four. Three or four, least, probably. At least two to four, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Same, at least. Yeah. yeah so, I would say at least three to four. But, you know, if I'm smoking, here's what I'll say, though. If we're all kind of on the same page about that. If I smoke, a, if I'm planning to smoke a P2 or another part of this, I will not have a D4 in my rotation that day. I've been uh, hesitant. I'm different in that way. Mm. You'll have both? I think the flavor profile is different. Like, I, I would, 
easily, and I have many times before, especially before the BBF cracked my rotation, I'd start with the D4 and then I'd go to this right after. And I, I had no issue. I, I liked the progression because it went from like sweeter to like a little bit bolder of flavors in the P2. Yeah. I've been hesitating you know, going through my Partagas inventory because I'm afraid I can't get them. So I, I stay away from smoking these. I've got a lot of these. I've got a lot of D4. I feel and like I'm, ho- I'm trying like, to hoard them. I feel like I've been seeing these come up though. Yeah. Um, you know, like I, I'm fortunate. I have three boxes of them that I've gotten in the last couple months that I just yesterday. Yeah. I mean, they just, they just have been continually popping up. So, you know, I think, I, I, I don't think you're going to, I don't think there's are going to be in limited supply. Yeah. If I also had to compare this, just we're obviously talking the battle of the pyramids and torpedoes and all that. This to me is most similar to an Upman two. I agree. Where like, this is nothing like a BBF. I would never make the comparison, but, I get a lot of, and I think the Upman too, interestingly, like doesn't have as aggressively dessert-like flavors as some of the other Upmans, and I think has a little more, you know, body and 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 strength of flavor to it that I think this also does within the Partagas line. Yeah. So I view them as very similar sticks. I will say though, I've been I've been the Upman two order that we shared. Yeah, those are so delicious. <clears throat> They're amazing. I am getting a fair amount of dessert notes in that particular cigar that I haven't ever gotten in previous up and twos. There is a sweetness about those up and twos that nothing else has. Yeah. yeah, it's just a touch of sweetness that kind of rounds it out. Yeah, I don't I get that in this cigar. To me, this no. is a more of a serious cigar. There's pepper, like we said, coffee, yeah. leathery. Actually, I did get a bit of sweetness in the back end, like very mild milk chocolate. I don't know. I got the some of that with the, the coffee notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, agreed. There's a saltiness about this too that is is very different than a Monty two type of saltiness where we call it twang. Yeah, you know where it's a it's a different type of of salt. This to me is more like a I, I hesitate to use the word almost like a table salt or something, but that kind of salt on my tongue mm. very different than a Monty oh, two. I, I agree, but that I mean that's just like typical Partagas flavor. Classic Partagas. Yeah. yeah, I mean I feel like you get that in the D four. You'll get that even in the E two. This is an awesome cigar. It is hands it down, is. and it's elegant in the hand. It's yeah. it's a serious smoke. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, I, you feel I, good smoking it. I'll go as far as to say some may disagree, and I, I guarantee if Puba were here, he probably would disagree. Oh, with I know this. where you're going. But I think of the pyramids uh-huh. that the P2 is the best constructed of them. As much as I love the BBF, BBF. the BBF is a more yeah. rustic construction, yep. and even the Upman twos. I'll be honest, I don't think they're beautiful looking cigars. I really mm. don't. I think they smoke fantastically. But I'm never, I don't like hold an Upman 2 and say, wow, look at the construction of that. Some P2s, you get a box. I mean, this in particular, it, the construction's perfect. Yeah, they're pristine. Well, the BBF is a Bellicosa, right? Yeah. It's not a true pyramid. Yeah, I don't mean it in a literal sense, but sure. they're all roughly the same Similar shape. Similar dimension. Have, now, have, you, have you had the Diplomatico number two? I no, have. I didn't, I, didn't I, like I didn't it. love it. We yeah. have to do it on the pod. Oh, yeah. I, I just didn't love it. I didn't love it. I have another one that I just haven't touched. fresh or... No, it's it's an older one. I think it's the yeah. same that that we got. I don't know if it's 15, 14. It's pretty right. I feel like it has some age on it, but I just didn't love that cigar. I'm intrigued by that line. Haven't had enough of those. Yeah, I haven't had too many of those. Yeah. yeah. Need to explore more. So we mentioned that uh these come we we mentioned that we have boxes of 25. They also come in um the display cardboard boxes uh of 15 tubos. 
in five cardboard packs. And they also come, which is why I wanted to mention this, because I'm loving them. They also come in a semi-boyd nature box of 10 cigars as opposed to the 25. And I have been, you know, loving 10-count boxes of Partagas. Loving them. But yeah. I cracked open my 25-count. The presentation, when you open that lid, it uh, is spectacular. It's amazing. Spectacular. Yeah. The insert, the name of the cigar, how beautifully organized it is, it's really a beautiful experience. And the smell that yeah. comes off them. Ah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. But again, you know, we mentioned this with the Monty 2 episode. For a listener out there maybe who hasn't had this, wants to try it, the 10-count Semi-Boyd Nature Box is a great, you know, uh, it's a great, great low-risk jump into the Partagas P2. So I, I, I highly recommend it. What are and you calling that? The Semi-Nature Boy? Semi-Boyd semi Nature. Boyd. All I hear is Ric Flair. Like <laughs> Nature Boy? Nature Boy. <laughs> Semi-Boyd? Semi Boyd Nature Box, SBN. I don't know. Gizmo teaching grinder something. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the problem: is he's going to find out that I'm either pronouncing it wrong, saying it wrong. There's True. some some sort of angle coming well, that I'm uh, definitely going to. Boy and Foy are kind of you know kind of similar. It's a Semi Boyd Nature Box. <laughs> semi, yeah. Well, you know I do love these two. Just you know to you know go off of your thing about presentation, Bam. Mm. I love them in a tubo. I never, just think that, that never had it. That pyramid the tubo, P two in a tubo. Yeah, I've, I've never even seen one. Oh yeah, I've had them. I never. ordered them from oh. our old source. Interesting. The best part about it, of course, was the tubo because he ages them, and God only knows what. But <laughs> we're, we've moved on. We've moved on. Mm -hmm. So, so have, you, um, have you noticed the, uh, you know, the band on this? There's a period at the end of number no. So at one point. The particles, there were three dots. There was one dot after series, one after P, and one after number. So when you, you know, smoke some old particles bands, they call them three dots. That's cool. Three dot, three dot bands. That, I don't know what year they switched, but. Uh, that's a cool fact. That's yeah. some deep, that's some deep knowledge. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's, we're in the connoisseur's <laughs> corner right now. <laughs> Rooster's connoisseur corner, baby. Have you smoked baby. one of the three dots? I haven't. No, oh, man. Oh. You yeah, must have choked a raccoon earlier. Your, I think that was your I brain think that cells was are like expanding. Mid to late nineties, I think. Mid to late, yeah. So I not, think they not changed that, that far back. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, not that far. Twenty-five years. Yeah, something like that. For rooster, I mean, that's not that far, Grinder. Grinders, Grinders over here raising his hand. For, when you're a rooster's connoisseur corner, he's smoking stuff from the sixties and seventies. He's got quite a collection. So, um. Let's talk about our, 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 our whiskey pairing tonight. Uh, quite unique. Perfect. I am really <laughs> Perfect interested pairing. to hear about this. I'm sorry. Because Just take a sip of that and then puff this P2. It like accentuates the sweet notes that are very subtle within the P2. Mm. First off, on the, on the first sip, because I didn't have a sip, that is... Brother, that is delicious. So awesome. That is delicious. I, what is that? Th what is this? Well, I take a draw of my cigar. What is this whiskey? Because I need to buy it. So it's Nikka coffee grain whiskey. It's a Japanese whiskey. I've only wow. seen a lot of hype around this for years. But I, I don't know. I've said this before. I don't know much about Japanese whiskey. Only through the pod with you guys as we're starting to try some of this stuff. I'm getting to learn a bit more and starting to really appreciate it. Um, so when we were looking for pairings, this was just always on my list of something I had hoped we would uh, do. And, and Grinder was was generous enough to pick this up. 
Um, I'll read the description on the back because I think Grinder especially will love this because uh, they've borrowed something from Scotland in making this. It says, this grain whiskey is distilled in a coffee still, which is a very traditional and rare patent still Nika imported from Scotland in 1963. The coffee still produces a complex whiskey with a mellow and sweet taste originating from the grain itself. And the rest of this is useless as far as the description goes. <laughs> but I think the flavor that this puts out is actually really nice, and it's, especially since Japanese whiskeys are lighter. But I think this has more body to it. It does. This is very unique. It's so good. Do you taste it, coffee? No. 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 I, when I first, I actually didn't know much about it. Um, How much was that? I was just trying to think. I think it was like, I have to, I think maybe like $67. Okay. Okay. But worth it's it. A I'll, fair price. I'll, yeah. I'll price check it. Maybe it, maybe it, it was maybe it was the eighty-seven one, and that one was the sixty. I was looking at various whiskeys today, and I'm getting my prices conflated. So honestly, worth it. I mean, I would put this in the category of having like a meal, and after a meal, someone needs to do a price check with a dessert. <laughs> I will be great. I'll do it. <laughs> Aisle five. Fantastic. No, I, so coffee coffee steals are. Um, when I taste this whiskey, I kind of, to me, it tastes a little Irishy, frankly, because mm. it's so smooth. It's kind of pure. I don't get any of the distillates, um, and 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 learning more about it that yeah, you'd expect that from a coffee still, which is like a series of vats, and they kind of blew it. They brew it like a percolator, and there's like different tiers in each vat, and then they keep adding water to it, and there's different levels of the tiers, and it just keeps depending on the tier, it gets hotter and hotter and hotter. And they keep adding water to it, and what comes out is even a super concentrated. Um, you know, we missed your technical commentary. Absolutely, <laughs> this is great. So, why do they call it a coffee still? Is it because it it's, not, I don't think it has anything to do with coffee, but I think the the still itself it's kind of like a percolator. Okay, so it's just you know what, like you know, you know your, yeah. great, your Italian grandmother. They, she My goes, mom used to do that yeah. on the stove. Yeah, yeah. So it bubbles, it brews, and there's different tiers. And then each tier, there's different compounds that it's extracting, and then it's filtering at the bottom, and they keep adding water to it. And for the listener, it's not spelled the same as coffee as we know coffee. It's C-O-F-F-E-Y. Got it. Yeah, so probably has nothing to do with coffee. Right. So are you talking about the percolator? Like, you guys might have been to, like, Belmont Tavern once or twice. Oh, boy. If you, if you order what coffee at Belmont Tavern... <laughs> You get coffee in that percolator. Yeah. I, I don't think it has that. I don't I'm think going back any, just I, for that. I don't think yeah, it's necessarily too. related Best food to ever. a percolator. No doubt about it. I'll <laughs> use that as an example, maybe. I don't know. Because, like you, I said, can I ask you a question? <laughs> Boniello sucks. How do you parlay <laughs> the Belmont oh, Tavern God. into a Wait, coffee just a, discussion? Just a percolator. You lo- why do you like that place? I like the percolator and the chicken Savoy. I mean, used, used to be used to be good. I wish, something to it because I wish you guys were there it was like good when there were three dots on the Partagas bin. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> yeah, I I gotta say though, seriously, this is um, you know, I think we did what do we do? We did Habiki a few weeks back, we did Suntory. This is like night and day versus those other Japanese whiskeys. Well, it's funny you say that, and the reason I've been wanting to try this for a while. I had always heard really good things about Hibiki, but there are people that like prefer this to Hibiki. Um, and it's actually a bit cheaper in terms of price point. Th- this goes for, I'm looking on Total Wine, it's 72 bucks a bottle, wow. which I think is actually very fair for how this drinks. Hibiki, 
I mean, um, Pagoda was talking about how like the price is like exploded on it. Like he used to be able to get it for a more reasonable price. I don't know, maybe 70, 80 yeah. bucks. And now like some places are selling for like 150 or 120 bucks or so. Okay. But uh, from our favorite liquor store, <laughs> it's uh, 89 bucks. What? Plus tax. So it's like 90. So, so what does the coffee still, what does it do to, uh, to the whiskey? It concentrates the batch. And that, and it, and it's a, it's a better distillation process. It's extracting uh, more of the distillates, and you're getting more of the flavors from the, um, from the vats. So are those stills like called uh, or spelled C O F F E. So, I don't know the spelling. I don't think it necessarily has anything to do with uh, coffee. But traditionally, whiskey is made in these pots and these uh, cotton stills, and they're like big. They look like a big teardrop. These things are cylindrical, um, and there's multiple series of them. There's got there's at least two, and as it goes down the the line of stills, the water comes in. It's distilled. It goes into a vat. The water comes into the next one. It goes it's, and it just keeps getting more and more dis, like distilled. So as how, opposed to a, as opposed to a traditional still where you distill it and then you take it out and you distill it again in the same in the same still. This one has all of it in a line. It's like an assembly line. But what does it do to the taste for you guys? Like when you taste it compared to To me, it's to clean. It's, it's clean so as fuck. Clean. Oh, it's very yeah. clean. It's clean, and it's also, it has just a richer flavor about it. Like you were saying, like with the distillates, yeah. like some of the other Japanese whiskeys we've had, like, I mean, Suntory is very light. Even Hibiki, I don't think is has as much body as this. Like if you were to, if you just pour this neat, there's some viscosity to this, I think even more so than Hibiki. Really? Um, so I really liked it. I mean, this is like a richer, um, like, you know, more reminiscent of like a McAllen in terms of like the body that that has, uh, which is very much my speed. I think a lot of the guys in the room. That's where I was going. I'm, this I'm, reminds me of a McAllen in it's, yeah. <clears throat> there's something about, uh, it, I don't know if it's more robust or there's a sweetness to it as well. It's almost, I, I don't know how I'm, to explain it. I'm getting, I, I don't, I don't. I don't get McAllen as a, as an analogy. I get not, not I, in flavor. I just yeah, mean okay, in, in okay. body. Yeah, yeah. All right. In yeah. for me, on the flavor side, I it, I get sweet. I get sweetness. I get molasses. I get a clean molasses. Um, on the finish, it's kind of tangy to me though. Like, I think because it's it's hyper filtrated, you're, it's more of the kind of alcoholy flavor. It's nice on the, on the finish. It's nice. It's like it feels a little numb. Ah. Um, Kind of like iodine. Really? I'm yeah. not getting the iodine. Get no, I don't get any iodine. <laughs> but but I do I do have a very, you know, pronounced sweetness and I taste it. It's so smooth. It is. Um, I would put this right in between Habiki and Centauri, right in the middle. I'd put this right next to Habiki personally. I, I actually enjoy it more than both Habiki and Centauri. From the point of view of body. Oh, for you're me, saying body. For I me think, personally. Okay. Understood. Now, I love the Habiki. Okay. And remember, we gave that a very, very high score. I we think did. this has more body than Hibiki, but that's my opinion. I think this is a great pairing for the cigar, I think cigar, it's worth though. a taste test. This is like a nice... Yeah, this is perfect for the cigar. Oh, it is. I mean, we, I saw coffee, and I'm like, okay, this may be weird. Obviously, it has nothing to do with the flavor, uh, per se. You know, it doesn't taste like coffee. It doesn't, it's not infused or something. But I don't know how many people actually do that still. That's not, like, very common. I've Maybe. never seen it on a bottle like that. Yeah, it's true. I, I don't I don't think that because they're certainly not doing that in Scotland. Yeah. Um it's gotta be some kind of 
patented engineer engineering thing. It is. I mean, it literally says patented. Is it? Yeah. Wow. This scotch can easily drink all night long. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this could be a problem very quickly. Yeah. I mean, I, I would reach, like, for this exact whiskey with this cigar. Like, the pairing is perfect. Yep. Mine's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's almost gone. I yeah, need a refill. We need a refill. Yeah, we're going to pass the bottle around. Barkeep. Garcon. Garcon. <laughs> so while uh, Garcon is pouring us some more uh, whiskey. Garcon is pouring himself more whiskey. <laughs> and we'll pass the bottle around. <laughs> My to P- us degenerates. My P2, we're about, what, an inch and a half in I am. I think we're all about the same. Yeah. It is, um, it's burning perfectly. Yep. Razor sharp. The ash is robust, holding on for dear life. Yes, sir. Um, it is so good, guys. I, I can't get enough of these 2020 cigars. Senator's telling me to ash. Yeah, p- please ash that before <laughs> that's all over yourself. I'll keep, mine. You I'll keep mine for a moment longer. Okay. So, look, they have a picture of the damn thing on the back. This is the coffee still. It's like a tower. It's, 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 it's one thing tower. to have the ash and hold the cigar up. Yeah. Speaking of towers. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I think Bam. we have a major lizard update. Do Bam. we have, what's, give us a tower update. Yes. Bam Bam has finally received his tower. Hey. Should we, get the, uh, should we get the Paul Roger out and celebrate? <laughs> is it a mini tower? or Because you said you could carry it. I could carry it. No, so, it's uh, a tower of power. So you finally Two. got it. Five. How long did it take? Eight months? Seven months. Oh, my gosh. It's, uh, it's ridiculous. So now you have the Cigar Oasis. You've uh, had that. Since I've had that. For seven months. For seven months. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you, now you have the tower. What's the, what's the process now? You're going to seal it up, throw well, the Oasis in? and It's still in a box in a garage. Okay. I will uncrate it, carry it down to the uh, le- lizard layer, and season it. Awesome. Put the hygrometers in, start to calibrate. The dungeon. Yeah, that's great, man. Congrats on that. Yeah, thank that's you. That's going to change your world. Yep. You're going to be buying like mad again. Oh I know it. yeah, and I've been waiting and waiting for this to start buying. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's I'd, awesome. I'd really like to come and help you uh, <laughs> put it all together, but you know, well, there's a whole process. You got to seal the door, seal the outlet, LED lighting. That takes an hour. Yeah. I'm sorry. Try this whiskey neat. Neat. I have to. I have to repour. When I said there's like body to this and viscosity, like it 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 drinks so well neat. Mm. Yeah. What are they? Do you ages? prefer oh, it? Neat? Wow. It's called Nika. Does it does it uh, uh, pagoda? What is it? Where did it? Does it tell you what they age it in on the back of the bottle? Oh, okay. Uh oh. Man down. <laughs> Call the meds. So pagoda had a little accident. <laughs> he wet himself. He wet himself. Disinfected the floor. Uh, this isn't Pagoda's only accident. Yeah, the twice <laughs> in a week. You know, I got to say, I was in. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. What a segue. What a segue. So I was, uh, I got to tell you, so I was in the, uh, I, I was in, I was in Montclair and I was watching a woman parallel park and she took her hands off the wheel and the car parked itself. Is it a Tesla? I don't know what it was. I wasn't paying attention. I was just admiring the fact that her hands were not on the wheel. And you know who I thought of when I saw this car? Senator, <laughs> no. I thought of Pagoda. Oh, because oh. <laughs> Pagoda had Have a little, little no. incident this year. I haven't heard. Oh, so Pagoda, or, or actually Rooster, tell us what happened. You were there. <clears throat> well, where do I begin? <laughs> <laughs> so this was a night after, you know, after the lounge. You, you were all there. So me, Pagoda, a couple of other guys, we went to our f- favorite Indian restaurant. 
and uh, we got there before Pagoda and uh, one other guy. So we're sitting, we're sitting down at the table. You know, the owner of the restaurant had a table set up for us outside, really nice laid out. It was, it was, it was a little late. So we're sitting there, and then we see Pagoda pull up in his truck, and then all of a sudden we hear a loud bang. No way. A loud bang. Uh-oh. He backed up into the pole. <laughs> ah. about, on the sidewalk. The pole on the sidewalk. On the sidewalk. It's an electric or maybe a phone pole. And I think he hit the wrong pedal. Uh, he's excited. He's going to see you guys. So he put it in reverse, and I think he hit the accelerator. <laughs> oh, and, my gosh. Uh, so quite a bit of uh, They are right damage. next to each other. To get to his, to be, let's be fair. The, the gas and the brake are very close to each other on the floor. <laughs> yeah, but in Pagoda's defense, he grew up driving a clutch a car, like a, you know, like a three-pedal. So you can just imagine like how much more confusing that would be. It's I mean, true. Yeah. So three, when, when three it was pedals, easier with only two pedals, it makes perfect sense. He needs a car with just no pedals. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need a self, Tesla. Self, <laughs> self, he needs a driver. He needs a driver. Yeah. I told you, I just love the, the wow. visual of him sitting in his car after he did this and going, oh, my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I mean, nobody, nobody got injured. I want to hear A little bit Mrs. of damage. A little damage Mrs. to the Pagoda, car. So he, he got home, mm-hmm. and in the morning, he told his wife, he's like, what did you do to my car? <laughs> <laughs> so, Pagoda, talk to us about, uh, give us the insight from inside the vehicle. I didn't know it happened so quick. I just saw a man in turban screaming at me outside the window, and I couldn't hear him at all. And I was like, what? It, was, it, it you know, I was a bit startled. It was loud. It was my first accident. No um, way. Really? You know, ever? It in, yeah. Ever. Oh, wow. So he is, a, he is a very good driver. He yeah. just got his license last month. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't tell the truth. You don't need to disclose that to everybody. But he's been driving for 25 years. <laughs> yeah, just illegally. L- listen, I'm used to, uh, you know, drivers driving us around. This Hello. is difficult. <laughs> oh, why? This is difficult. I, I'm just not a DIY kind of guy. You know? <laughs> You're more a DUI kind of guy. Oh! Oh, man. Uh-oh. Oh, somebody's getting shanked. Oh, my Lord. Hey, it's Lordy. about time. It's about time. I, I think the Pagoda title has to be just, uh, you know, shifted. It's got to be whoever's shanking goes to them. Oh, man. Yeah, good. but no. it, it happened really quickly, and I was kind of, re- it, I just didn't know what to do, and the car just really stopped because all these new cars apparently it rested for two minutes, and I couldn't even move, you know, uh, I guess. I call it, yeah. <laughs> Don't confuse me here again. But uh, yeah. Anyway. stick. It was kind of really embarrassing. But uh, it is what it is. The scotch pounding continued after that. Of course yes. it did. Absolutely. Here, just to calm my nerves down, please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're glad everybody's all right. You didn't kill Ricky. I heard he was close to getting the... Uh... Yeah, I don't think he would have felt anything. <laughs> <laughs> was this right in front of your table? <laughs> right in front. They're oh sitting outside. Oh it was where, <laughs> you know. I wish I was there. <laughs> so there too. On the sidewalk. I mean, how much room is there between the sidewalk and the road? No, no, but no, bam, no. bam, that's why I didn't. Th- I don't think we texted you after that because I think we all were just <laughs> in shock. Yeah, in shock. <laughs> so we're about halfway through the P two here, boys. 
That's phenomenal. It is awesome. With this pairing, it's 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 it's, it's, it's perfect with this it's whiskey. It's delicious. It's perfect. Wow. It's really good. Absolute home run. So I have to sh- just share an email that we got, which was a critical email from a guy named Nicholas. Oh, I was worried it was the police department for Pagoda. No, no, no. That's, oh, please. They don't email. They, they, they show up. I'm a fugitive. <laughs> Is that on the lizard P&L statement? We got to get that on the P&L. <laughs> so uh, Nicholas uh, wrote, the subject was scotch in quotes. He said, so I've been listening to you guys for a while. So I, 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 for a while, I think you're doing a great job. Kudos to you. He said, you even weave in some Spanish words like Vitola and Marca in the conversation. Very nice. So why would you insult the Scottish people by calling whiskey scotch? Isn't it time to call it by its proper name, even in the USA? I know the Scottish are strange and have the unicorn as their national animal, but I feel like it should be called it by its proper name. If the whiskey's from Japan, it's a Japanese whiskey. If it's from Ireland, it's an Irish whiskey. What do you think? I'm looking right at Grinder. Amen. I'm looking at Grinder too. He's right. Looking Look, right at Grinder. In your I mean, absence, the, 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 the snark in that email is oozing out. No, no. I'm sorry. I love this email because in your absence, the number of times that it has upset me hearing this. I'm a major we offender. Not, we should not be called like we're drinking a fucking suntory and guys are like, this is a great scotch. It's not from Scotland. It's very oh, simple. That, that is actually. Senator's very, looking right at me. That's about I'm looking at Ben. Ben. It's been him. It's that's been very ben. inaccurate. But. I mean, yeah, he's right. You call it a Scotch whiskey, a Japanese whiskey, an Irish whiskey. But over here, I mean, how many people just call this spirit bourbon all the time? Or yeah. and everything else is Scotch or Jack Daniels, you but know? To his point, we should get it right. It's not like we sit here and we smoke a Padron or a Davidoff. We say, this is a great Cuban. It's not a Cuban. I know. He's, he's not wrong. Mm-hmm. He did, to your credit, celebrate uh, Lafroy and said that we should sample the 18-year Lafroy. Which sounds to me a little bit scary. Yeah, a bit. Little scary. Heavy duty. Yeah. That's like buying premium gasoline. It's <laughs> a mean, mistake. It's, like, <laughs> it's always a mistake. To me, to me, the Lafroy is like, what kind of level of gasoline are you tasting today? Regular plus or premium. Why are you not pronouncing the G at the end of it? Yeah. Is it Lafroy? Yeah. There's a fucking he's, G there. I thought trading. it was a silent G. Why? In what, la- what language is it? Look, I thought- he's still on foie gras. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> G's are never silent. So maybe the Lafroy is, is <laughs> it might Spanish. be good it's with a certain stick. You know? Yeah, I mean, I'm totally might down th- to try it again. It's been a long did time. He, did Let's he try it? If did we want to stick? smoke in Puba's pickup, we could power it with Lafroy. It'll be great. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. said, uh, especially with the Monty Warner or Partagas 898. Oh, okay. Mm, I don't know about that. Honestly, though, we should try it. I just say that because I think we've talked about this before. That night we had at. Um, our, our, our friend who owns some restaurants in our area outside of his place, he gave us a bottle of Lafroy. Yes. I don't know, 10, 12. It oh, was that's 10. right. And, 10. you know, it was way late in the night. We were just desperate for a drink to have with the cigars. <laughs> we were smoking out there at his restaurant. It, it honestly, we, we all drank it neat. We pounded it. It was not bad. No. It really wasn't. And I, I'm not at all like an advocate for Lafroy because it doesn't fit my flavor, uh, flavor profile for scotch. But, it was very drinkable, so I would imagine the 18-year... Smoother. Smoother, a bit more refined. We should give it a try. Yeah, I'm, I, I think we have to try some more PD stuff for maybe, sure. Maybe it would do well with the Lucy. The Particus Lusitania might be a good match for that. That's not a bad idea, though I find that cigar to be a little mild, but I think the flavors may line up a little bit. 
You don't want I'm, something that's going to, like a peat. A not scotch, mild, excuse me. I mean medium. Sorry about that. A yeah. peated scotch is going to overwhelm your palate. Yeah. You know, so you want something that has enough combative juice to well, maybe put up a fight. Licking out of my foot? Yeah. Yeah, maybe a, maybe a new world. I have one in here for you. Oh, yeah, that's excellent. Do you want it? Sure. Yeah. The Alma Fuerte. <laughs> it's coming up yeah, soon. But it could go well with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was my point. So we'll figure it out. But uh, so, Nicholas, thanks for emailing us and correcting Bam and I. Yes, point well taken. On dropping scotch yep. when it's not. Yep. So the cigar is really doing well. Yeah, how's, yeah. Yours, how's yours burning? Doing well. I mean, there's a little touch up here and there. It's, I can't believe the pairing. I, I really, yeah. what, uh, I, what an accidental maybe or on purpose grinder. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Absolute home run. Yeah, it total, is a home totally run. accidental. We had some suggestions from the readers, I believe, and then um, Senator sent a text around, and I just kind of, whatever I saw, I was like, oh, that's on the list, so I got it. Yeah, this is really, I will absolutely be going out and buying it Me too. this week. Me too. For who, sure. Who, said, who's, who was the reader that suggested it? No, I don't not, remember. Not this, the whistle oh. pig. Oh, the whistle Yeah, pig. the other one. Which I've, I've had a lot of that. I like it a lot. This was just a personal. I've been wanting to try this for a very long time, and it's lived up to everything I've read about it. It's really, really good. So what made you not pick up that bottle in the past? I mean, you try so many different uh, whiskeys. Because the only stuff I don't pick up is Japanese whiskey because I really just have not. I, I, I've tried some, and it's been so light. I haven't enjoyed it. So I'm not going to spend eighty, hundred dollars on a bottle that I going in already think is going to disappoint me. So that's yeah. why I just haven't. But the, the Hibiki got a pretty high rate. Oh, fantastic! And honestly, I love from, it. From this this recording, I am a fan of Japanese spirits. It's fantastic. Same. So the, the no doubt about. Is it. anyone else getting more uh, pronounced sweetness? Yes. With this cigar? Yes. Definitely. Yes. Right. Like Senator mentioned that earlier. I did. That's why I'm sweeter. sorry. Someone was, I think Giz was saying you don't get any dessert or sweet. No, oh, no. I think you I'm do getting, in this It's cigar. getting more yeah. sweet as I, yeah. as we, maybe what, it's because it's not, there's no ice in it right now. Yeah. But on, I mean, I, I really liked Senator's recommendation. You take a swig and, and you, you take a draw of your cigar. If this, this matching, it just works so well. So well. I think that they, they offer something a little different in your, in your palate. Yeah. And I think they match perfectly. Mm-hmm. You know, when I think about sweetness, I, and when I think about the P2, the, I don't think sweetness. I there, you know, there's a little bit there. But I don't think as much as the Upman too, right? Um, as far as a pyramid goes, but you know, I think this either enhances it or just kind of dances alongside it, and I think it matches perfectly. You know, and I getting really and getting it. back to the cigar, we've said this before, and for certain cigars, this is an absolute must for the listener to try. Absolutely, yeah, worth purchasing and keeping in your rotation. There's no doubt about it. What do you guys think of pairing sake with cigars? I've never done it. Is that yeah. something? Uh, I think we should try it. Yeah, love. I love sake. I love you, it. Do you? Oh yeah. With well, if I'm having sushi, I do. It's it's one of those things that I'm like, I really want to enjoy it. Yeah, the niguri, the milky. Yeah, I really delicious. really want to like it, and I just every time I have it, I'm just like, oh, it has to be ice cold, ice cold. Yeah. And you have to shake it, of course. We should do this because this is another thing where. I think I had sake maybe once. Mm. It was okay. It wasn't bad. It just didn't excite me. But people really love it and mm-hmm. appreciate it, and I would like to understand why. So I would be 100% on board with us trying to pair. Not sure how it would go with a cigar. It's great with a, with a Japanese meal, sushi, right? Yeah. It's, it's perfect. The only sake I've ever had is hot sake. I, I've never had. I've um, never had that. 
I've never had the, the creamy one you were mentioning that was cold. The gurry, yeah. Yeah. And I honestly, I don't love it because I don't love a hot spirit. Like, it's weird to me that it... Me too. That it's warm. Yep. It's, I don't like it. I, I never heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. Anytime yeah, I've ever options. had it. What's, yeah. what's the, uh, like, the Chinese and the Korean rice? <clears throat> rice Plum. Plum wine? No. Soju? Yep. Oh, yeah. soju. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's Korean. Yeah. That's a beer, isn't it? No. Oh no, that's obi. No, no. Obi, it's a, it's obi is the yeah. Korean beer. It's a kind of soju kind of is, uh, yeah. I think it's, it's similar in some ways to sake. Yeah, probably served hot. No, is it that no. hot, cold, no. cold, and 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 most most often in shots at clubs. At least with, I just there, the so when I, I when I lived in D.C., there was this great Korean restaurant nearby, and um, they had a ton of different types of soju, and that's like the only time I've ever tried it. They had like this great happy hour, and, and bartender was there was great, so he was always pouring stuff. It's actually pretty good. I don't know how it would pair with a cigar, but I don't. I don't know if it's. I guess it's something you can sip. You can sip anything. So, yeah. so in the Hindi language, soju means go to sleep. Soja. Really, soja. Oh yeah, you drink enough of that stuff, you'll go to sleep. <laughs> you will go. You will go to sleep. <laughs> Beta soja. Beta soja. Go, go to sleep, son. Does that mean a bit of soja? No, beta means like you know a child, like your son. Son. Or, Son, daughter, whatever. Anyway. I love, by the way, I don't know if you guys have, have, have smelled it. The burn line on a P2 is always very satisfying to me. You know, the smoke coming off of it. I love when I'm sitting in the lounge and it's burn, kind of, yeah. the smoke is like in my face. You know, um, I, I love it. Very nice combustion. Yeah, yeah. it's it's great combustion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's very, very good. And I like I said, we, we've talked about this before. The, the recent P2s, have just every single one. I haven't had a single plugged one, a single problem. Everything's been burning great, tasting great. It's um, it's been really nice. So kudos to the Partagas factory. Wonder why all the pyramids are called number two. It's a good question. Good question. It's a great right? question. That's a really good question. Too. Like, what does the two stand for? Right. You know, like the Diplomatical number two, Monty number two. My assumption is it up, started up with the Monty two. two. Up and two. You know, P2. because the, my assumption, this is an assumption. This, I'm not, this is not an educated opinion. But my assumption, because the Monty two has been around since, what did we say? I think the 30s, 40s, 50s. It's one of the earliest of this size. And I think it was just, you know, they had the one, two, three, and they've just added on. And I think as the other uh, markers have added this Vitola to their line, you know, they just followed it and called it the number two. Yeah, but like in Ma- in the Monty line, you have the Monty one, Monty two, Monty three, Monty four, Monty five. Yep. But when you go to the Partagas series, it's not like that. You know, you have the P two, E two, D four. Yeah, everything is labeled C. differently. There's a C three. Yeah. Yep. Right. And there's a D five, a D six of different D6. sizes. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, and that's funny you say that because the number four in the Monte Cristo is. What, a Petit Corona? Right. And the number four in Partagas is a Robusto. Right. You know, so it's, it is inconsistent. But the two is always consistent. And that's the same, you know, like you said, I, I, the Diplomatico number two you mentioned. Yeah, they're that's, all number two. H-Men, except the Unico H-Men is the only one that two. doesn't have a number on it. Right. You right. Know, from right, Vegas, right. Robania, which that's is true. coming up. It's true. Which we're going to be doing. So I would love to hear from the listener, by the way, as we go through the Battle of the Pyramids here. What is your favorite pyramid? Which one do you prefer to smoke? Which ones have you had, haven't? I think we kind of listed them all in what we're going to be doing, you know, upcoming. Um, I hope we didn't miss one. The only one that we have to get is the Diplomatico number two, but otherwise I think we have them all lined up, which should be good. So I can't, I can't get enough of this pairing, boys. I know. I'm, I just, 
I can't get enough. It's of a it. treat. Yeah. I'm just glad. I, I really thought the whole craze about Japanese whiskey was a lot of hype, and it's not. There's some really, really, really good spirits. That's yeah, proven to be very valid. I'm yeah. glad we went down this path on the pod because, again, as another item on the list of something I would have never understood, tried, really. I would never have picked up a Japanese spirit. Absolutely. Ever. Because I, it's, it's just yeah. like tequila at one point or, yeah. or, or champagne um, <laughs> or even some of the cigars we're smoking. That's right. It's just because of this pod is the only reason that I'm kind of going out and buying Japanese whiskey now. Yeah. You know? uh, I think Pagoda... You might have some experience with some Indian whiskeys that are really Ooh. sought after. Oh, we need to try. Should those. look into that. I'd love to try that. Yeah. Somebody yeah. was recommending some Amrut. I think is that yeah, Amrut and Rampur. Rampur. Yeah, wow. I have both of them actually. Maybe Dear? I'll bring them over. Oh, that's I'm, cool. I'm, I'm so How are they? How's Amrut? I've heard. <laughs> I, I really did not like it. Uh, Amrut. <laughs> no. uh, I really like the Rampur, but it's got a very different flavor. You know. Um, I'll definitely bring it over. It'll be interesting to see what everyone yeah. thinks about them. I need to decrease some uh, mechanical parts. Maybe I'll use it for that. <laughs> if you don't like it. <laughs> if you don't like it. How did, how did the Indians get into scotch? No, not scotch. It's, it's a whiskey. whiskey. Well, the British, you know, have we, a we drink more. We drink more whiskey than is produced by Black Label, by Johnny Walker. Of course. With more a sploosh. Black with a with sploosh. With a sploosh of soda. You know, Johnny Walker, that Walker is his middle name. His last name is Patel. <laughs> Don't tell me. It's JWP. <laughs> Do you ever see that? There's like there's like a funny TikTok going around where somebody's at like a Rutgers University commencement, and they're like looking at all the people graduating, and, it, and there's like some voice layover. And it's going bado 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 because there's like 500 Patels. It's like half the class at Rutgers. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. <laughs> Both of my daughters are going to Rutgers. Are they? It's true. They're not named Patel. No, but it's a big it's a big Indian cute. The young one too. A lot of it. Yeah, younger one too. She's Is that right? Too. Yeah. That's a that's where, big where news. Have you been, Bam? Yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. Kudos yeah. to you. Thank you. All right. That's why he's been smoking more New Worlds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got two tuitions now. There'll be more and more of those. <laughs> you gotta you gotta unload some of that inventory yeah you want to buy some yes to pay for the tuition yes. yeah you can make a nice margin on some of these sticks right now i know i hear a yes somewhere around yes there. somebody yes. somebody said to us the other day it was me and uh gizmo were on this chat this guy who's a pretty big collector he has a lot of sticks he goes right now my inventory is like zero meaning like you know it's like like what he paid or what it's worth right now. It's like he paid, you know. Yeah, just by just, buying and selling, buying he's and paid selling, for all his stuff. Paid for, yeah. yeah. His inventory is basically paid for. Yeah. And That's the incredible. Prices, prices so that means by, that by definition, mathematically, that means the price of Good his market price is double what the inventory right. costs, right? Right. Yeah, or he was just buying and selling more than he doesn't you know, sell. two extra. He doesn't sell. I mean, hypothetically on paper... Yeah, his inventory is—it's incredible. You know, yeah, I mean, especially if you if you have a lot of Cohibas and Trinidad's. stuff that you or Trinidad's, yeah. and you bought it like before this, you know, like years back. I mean, imagine how much you know what the prices have gone up. I to. think I told you guys I bought I bought a probably my one and only ever box of Cohiba robustos about six weeks ago. 
Yeah. What'd you pay for that? I paid six ninety nine for the box of Robustos. Yeah. That same box right now what, at the same retailer 000? is seventeen hundred. Wow. Seventeen hundred. Right now. Wow. Wow. Yep. Same retailer. Oh shit! It's crazy. That's a. That's it's incredible. A, that's a nice flip. It's incredible, oh. and I'm going to keep them uh, for a few years and age them, and and you know hopefully then, enjoy then flip them, it. <laughs> and then flip them if I don't enjoy them. But can we do know. a pod? Yeah, in about three, four years, <laughs> we'll do a robusto pod. Don't only some of us will get to enjoy them. <laughs> I'm giving bam, you a bam, dirty look. I, I resent the implication. <laughs> no, it's just bam, bam. Everybody else is in yeah, except bam. Just bam. I'll, I'll come and watch. Wait, why not bam? He's disavowed on trying new Bam, stuff from me. Bam's an easy target. It's going to taste like Fundy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad Cohibas are expensive. I never was a fan. I'm fine no, with I, it. I'm the same way, honestly. I am not Let a fan. Let that subsidize the Cuban market. Absolutely. Agreed. Have at it. 100%. Now, Trinidad's, on the other hand. Was, that's a, yeah, that's yeah, a disappointment. <sighs> yeah. My belief is that Cohiba will be able to sustain, and I think Trinidad's going to have a challenge as, as time goes on, you know, keeping those prices up. Yeah, I look forward to the they price just, drop. They just don't have the, 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 Cash. the name brand. And, yeah. And yeah, they really don't. The market awareness that a Cohiba does. I mean, I, to me, it makes more sense to do that with Monte Cristo than it yeah. does with Trinidad. But, you know, call me crazy. I don't mm -hmm. know. You're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just hopefully they don't do it with Partagas, as we mentioned before. Oh, the Senate will be on the first. What plane a kick in the nuts yeah. that would be! That would be so bad. Be so bad. So, what do you think, boys? Are you ready to do the formal liquor rating oh, of yeah. our Japanese whiskey here tonight? Mm -hmm. This is unbelievable. Stuff. It is. It is unbelievable. I want to keep rolling with this. Yep. So I'm giving this a nine. Excellent. Yep. Yeah, solid nine for me too. Okay. I'm Senator. in the exact same boat. A nine. I'm going to do something crazy. No. No. I'm going to do something crazy. This is one of the best whiskeys I've ever tasted. Better than Kirkland. Yes. <laughs> How is that possible? No, it's, it's definitely better than Kirkland. And I love Kirkland. I actually haven't been drinking as much whiskey um, as, I, as I was. Yeah, but you've been drinking Don Julio. Yeah, <laughs> Don Julio Nejo and other, uh, other tequila. But I'm going to give this a 10. I, I think it's a A-plus well slam dunk. Love that. Japanese yep. whiskey. Nine for me. Okay. And the Composite Lizard score, boys, is a 9.2. Fantastic. It's awesome. Yep. And I think that's a perfect score for this. It a is. 92 all day. Yep. I, think, I think that's what Hibiki also got, right? 9.2? No, higher. Well, they got a higher? Yeah. I gave Hibiki a 10. Yeah, I think I give it a 10. And so, yeah, I think it was maybe, higher. Maybe two lizards must have given nine it four a 9.4 maybe is what a number I remember. 9.4 yeah. was the, uh, the cigar that day, the Corona's Claro. Ah, okay. Yeah. Either way, they're in the same class. They are. The point. And it's shocking because, you know, most of us in this room weren't fans of Japanese uh, whiskey. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So as we're coming to the end here of the Partagas P2, boys, um, I am obsessed with the cigar. And I can't believe for a cigar that only has been released in 2005 that it's as successful and well-known and easily accessible as it's become. You know, we take the cigar for granted because we have it, a lot of it, and we smoke it a lot. It's just, it's such a high-quality cigar. I, I can't say enough about it, you know. And for the price point, too, you know, somewhere hovering between now, I guess, between 18 and 22 bucks or so. Still um, a, great, a great value. I think for the experience you get out of it, I, I do think it's a great value. Okay. Is it that much? I thought it was a little less. No, I had the I same like reaction. 14, 14, 15. 
Hmm. I'm seeing them now. Maybe they're, now, maybe yeah, now. Yeah, they're coming yeah. up. They're you know they're pretty pretty high now. You're yeah. looking at you're looking at about probably four seventy five a box. What isn't going up now? Yeah, I don't know. I I just got a ten count of these and I paid sixteen a stick. That's uh, not bad. That's from phenomenal. Cigar Terminal, no secret. That's Anyone not bad. Should okay. go on there and look. That's awesome. That's good. I've seen them. I've seen them hovering between four fifty and five hundred recently. So, you know, they're creeping up. But if you could find them for less than that, like Senator did at sixteen, that's a great value, great price. Remember the box I got with you in maybe January, February was like three hundred. Yeah, <laughs> stinks. <laughs> twenty five count. I mean, I remember when D fours were two twenty five. You know, what, a year ago, year and a half ago? My biggest regret is not getting a second tower and just stocking up. Even just a year or two ago, prices were so oh, yeah. great. Yeah, who knew? Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so disappointing. And just as I'm getting my tower, the prices are going up. Well, we only told you about it like three years true. ago. <laughs> I only ordered it <laughs> immediately. Ago. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad we got what we got. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's true. It's not going to deter me from buying the price increase. It's just true. not. True. You love, I mean, you love these sticks. Yeah. You buy what you love. Yeah. You may just have to stay away from Trinidad, you know, if that's. Maybe. You know, if that's some, you know, that, that's certainly becoming cost prohibitive. But yeah. The rest, you know, it's nominal increase mm -hmm. year over year. So. You know, the Colonialis now is going for roughly 24 bucks a stick. I'll still pay that. Oh, yeah. I saw a box for 500 now. The Colonialis. I oh. couldn't believe on Montefortuna, I saw yeah. 550, I think. 550. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. And That's how many sticks are in that? 24. 24. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, it's man. not a big stick. It's like, it's like a Corona. Yeah. yeah. Right? The, I, the, only, I, the last one I smoked we did on the pod, I haven't, I haven't reached for one since. Mm. Great cigar. I just don't have enough. Well, like, we're gonna, now we know, have to keep them. Yeah, I have to hold them. I only yeah. pull them out you yeah. know, every once in a while. Same with fundies. I, haven't, I can't tell you the last time I had a fundie. I stare at the fundies almost every morning. Yeah, th this discussion is exactly why I think it's impossible to rate cigars without at all factoring in the price point. Yeah. You just have to because when you can get a cigar that's as satisfying as this from 16 to 22 at, yep. on the high end, when you can get a D4 for you know, 14 bucks a stick, and you're comparing that to something that you're having to spend double or triple that that's maybe almost as satisfying or not even I, to me you have to that that has to play into the equation a trinidad a colonial is for 24 dollars yeah that's, that's that's ridiculous it's ridiculous absurd the fundies are like 1700 a box I sold Jeez. them to you for six eighty five. I need it back. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know how you have more fundies than I do. I'll give it. I'll give uh, fifteen hundred bucks. It's yours. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. We're coming to the end here of the Partagas mm -hmm. series P number two. Any final thoughts on this stick? No, this is a roach. It? Yeah, it's a roach clip cigar. This I could take all the way down. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. What are yeah. you guys thinking? Go ahead, Grinder. That's just funny. You <laughs> use roach clip. I love it. Yeah. It's a term, roach clip cigar. You want to get it all the way down. I love your, it. Till your fingers are burning and then you drop it. All I'm thinking about is I know. alternative uses. For of roach course. Clips. Of course. <laughs> Bam does need a roach clip. Yeah. Sometimes. We should get him one. We should get him one for his birthday. Oh, Seriously, he smokes cigars down to the very, very More end. than anybody. No one yeah. I've seen. Yeah. It, I just love the cigars. If, the, if it's the right one, the right night, yeah. it's tasting great. I just don't want to drop it. Yeah. Rooster, what do you think of the P2? Very good. Good stick. But, I mean, to me, I mean, I would probably still pick up a D4 over a P2. But I think the P2 
has a little bit more pepper and there's certain days you want that mm. and certain days you might prefer the P, I mean the D4 over that. So I'm going to rate it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So I'm going to give it, it a, give it an eight. All right. Grinder. This is a high one for me. This is, I, I smoke this in the money too daily now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Cause they both are right in my sweet spot for flavor profile. I was like struggling because I smoke it so much and I love it. And it's like, I look at my cabinet and I have like all these cigars and I only want to smoke a P2 or, or a Monty 2. Yep. Um, D4s I don't smoke enough of to like really have that hankering that you guys are comparing it They're to. They're bad. Don't buy any. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, maybe a 10, maybe a 10, Ooh. but I don't, it's probably not because I know I've had so many better cigars. So I'll give it a nine. Okay. I'm also going to give it a nine. I'm in lockstep with Brewster an eight. I'm at a nine. I'm going to give this a nine. All right. Yeah. That's a nine for me. Yeah. The formal lizard rating on the series P number two from Partagas is an 8.7. I think that's a fair score. That's an excellent score. That's a great score. It's an elite score. Yeah. I think that's a very, very fair score. And like I said, you can get these, get a 10 count box of these probably for about 229 right now or so. Maybe a little less if you find a deal. Yeah, um, I just totally wanna, worth grabbing. I just want to quickly explain why I gave this an eight, not a nine. Obviously, I love Partagas. Uh, for my palate, I like some dessert-like flavors in a cigar, and uh, that's very minimal in this cigar. You just get a little bit at times, but it's not certainly not dominant at all through the smoke. The D four, the cinnamon we were talking about, like you get some of the baking spice notes throughout that cigar, which I really chase. So, you know, if this taste, if this were a D4 in this format, I mean, this would be a nine <laughs> or a 10 for me any day of the week. Uh, but when I'm looking for a change of pace or I'm looking for something with just a little more strength or, or body to it, um, I'll pick this up. But that's why for me, it's an eight and not a nine or a 10. Yeah, I, I was kind of, you know, once in a while you get these coffee or like chocolate notes from the cigar. Yes, but it was do. like, it was rare. It's I wish fleeting. that was a little bit more. Yeah. Free. More that if you got more of that, maybe for me it would have gotten like a higher score because I like that flavor. Sure. For me, the nine comes through in the coffee and the very slight peppery note, which I love that combination. You don't get that in a lot of cigars. You just don't. This was a nine for me all day. Yeah. You know, piggybacking everything you guys have said so far is 100% accurate. This is one of those cigars, though, and I, I you know, to Grinder's point, I would put it next to Amani, too. If I'm only able to have one cigar I have an hour after a dinner. I had a great dinner with my parents. I think I told you guys, and uh, I was sitting in a casino having a cigar. I brought a P2. I was able to have one cigar. I was so satisfied at the end of the night. Like, it checked all the boxes for me, and I wasn't craving something else. It was perfect. So for me, it, it is that cigar where it just it just works in that after-steak dinner kind of yeah. setting for me. Absolutely. I'll also say, um, and I just I feel like I have to say this, because as much as I love Partagas, for the Battle of the Pyramids, Torpedoes, whatever we want to call them, I would still take a BBF, a Bolivar Bellicosos oh. Finos, over the P2. There's no doubt about it. Personally. Yeah, I, and that's that's a unique cigar. And that has, real, for me, graham cracker. Yep. There are dessert notes in there. Yep. But you do get a tiny, tiny bit of pepper, which yep. brings out the complexity in that, in that stick. Yeah, and I think yeah. that that for me, it kind of like we like we talked about, it's all it's it's one or the other on any yeah. given day. Yeah, you know, 
you know, I'd give that a higher score than what I gave this today. Because I really, truly love that BBF cigar. It's fantastic. For me. I'm curious. I don't remember what we rated that. Well, we All rated those... it because I, I think the source of it was not uh, not the BBFs I have. I wish that one of us, myself or someone, was handing them. those out. Yeah. So we'll do. Listen, we'll do them later in the year, or early next year, or something like that. We'll do them again and and see what we get. Because I know you and I got some killer boxes of those things. So um, I'm sure uh, Rooster does as well. <laughs> so awesome, guys! An eight point seven for the Partagas Series P number two. A fantastic. Japanese whiskey. Thank Absolutely. you, Grinder. I think that was A plus yeah. for me. Yeah. A plus whiskey. So excellent, guys. Thanks very much. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any comments, questions, if you want to reach out, say hello, tell us what you're smoking, email us lounge lizards pod P O D. That's loungelizardspod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at loungelizardspod. We really appreciate your time, and we'll, uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>